0: Thank you. Nothing less than overt acts of aggression against the American people and their rights. Exercise your rights in a safe way. Stupidity to think that someone hell-bent on violating the law against murder will magically be stopped by a gun control law. Politicians that infringe on our God-given rights. He calls them out. He's not here. Yes, indeed, we are locked in. we are loaded on the Shooting Straight Radio Podcast, also known as Second Amendment University. I am Royce, your host and Professor Emeritus of Second Amendment Studies. Pouring it to you with both barrels, 100% felt recoil and no suppressor, baby. Man, do we ever have a lot more to talk about? About the credit card issue. And we'll get into that in just a second. First, I want to remind you that you can be a Patreon sponsor. Go to patreon.com forward slash shooting straight radio podcast. Also the shooting straight radio podcast page on farce book. You can message me there also. Sometimes I see the notifications right away, but sometimes I don't for a few days. Uh, Don't get mad at me. If you want, just email me at Royce at ShootingStraightRadio.com. I'll get the message a lot quicker. Hey, there's an exciting day at the American Police Hall of Fame I want to remind you about. I told you about it a couple of episodes ago. Uh, you got two great keynote speakers at the American Police Hall of Fame. Warrior Woman Expo. Warrior Woman Expo 2022, September 24th. That's my birthday, and I'm going to be there. So, ladies, if you're going to show up, bring me a nice gift. Uh, Any Glock will do, uh, you know, 1,000 rounds of ammo, 9mm, 5.56, 45, whatever. Um, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., $25 a person. You can sign up for it at Eventbrite. Uh, Go to Warrior Warrior Women's Expo 2022.eventbrite.com. Warrior Women's Expo 2022.eventbrite.com Two great speakers, one of them Linda Williams A retired Secret Service agent and professor of practice at MTSU Also Michelle Rigby Assad, a former CIA agent and a keynote speaker and author And you don't want to miss this, it's going to be a great time Going to be food trucks there, breakfast and lunch and vendors available for shopping and training and all sorts of good stuff. I'll see you out there. I'm going to be out there. Yes, I know I'm not a woman. I don't even try to identify as one, but I do want to come out there and meet these ladies. I want to have them on the program soon, for one thing. So, Ladies, I'll meet you out there at the Warrior Woman Expo 2022 at the American Police Hall of Fame in Titusville You can go to APHF.org to get information about how to get there if you want 3650 uh, Horizon Drive, uh, I'll meet you out there uh, on the 24th <clears throat> So, we're going to keep talking about this credit card thing because there's a lot of the things that are starting to reveal themselves And I had to do a little detective work. And man, oh man, uh, did I ever find some... Hmm. Oh, well, just bear with me for a second. I was reading reading an article, excuse me, from townhall.com. Senator Josh Hawley, Republican from Missouri, apparently called out the three credit card companies, the major ones, Visa, MasterCard, and American Express, uh, over their decision to create codes for gun-related purchases and separate them and differentiate them from uh, other transactions uh, with their credit services. And the, uh, to read a little bit of the article, an excerpt says, To recap, the Associated Press reported this week that Visa said on Saturday that it will start separately categorizing sales made on their payment methods at gun shops, The report described this as a, quote unquote, major win for those in favor of gun control, claiming it will, quote, help better track suspicious surges of gun sales that could be a prelude to a mass shooting, end quote. MasterCard and American Express said they would categorize these types of sales as well. And on the face of this, it looks like the three big major credit card companies have gone woke And they're yielding to pressure and they're they're, you know political pressure, of course, and that they're going, you know what, we're gonna get on this bandwagon and we're gonna make sure that we do our part to end gun violence. Well, in the last episode, I told you that this had this was entirely due to a lot of pressure from stockholders, primarily those in the retirement system unions of New York. I pointed out three of them, and those three are very influential. By the way, those those three retirement systems, those pensions, have gobbled up a hundred and six pages worth of investments in various things. Primarily uh, of note would be, of course, credit card companies and also banks. Hmm, interesting. Um. Now, this came on the heels of Governor Kathy Hochul, Democrat communist governor of New York. She urged credit card companies to, quote, do their part to stop gun violence. And others did their crowing towards the credit card companies to do the same thing. You need to do your part. Uh, and, And it all made it look like they were putting just political pressure and suddenly the big three caved. Uh, there's a lot more to it than that. And there's even more to it than just those retirement pension union fund, uh, systems there. I don't know exactly the correct word to call them, but I'll, I'll read it in my notes here in just a second, but it, uh, it's more than just them too. Now, part of the article states bearing arms also noted that the CEO of amalgamated bank, claims this move by credit card companies, answers the call of millions. Well, to me, I think that's the CEO of Amalgamated Bank signaling that he is also going to take his bank uh, on this little merry, woke ride. Now, just because, Mr. CEO, millions of people call for something doesn't make it right. The multitudes are rarely right. Millions called for infanticide in the wake of the Dobbs decision, uh, the Supreme Court decision. They called for it and called it a right, a woman's right, but they're wrong. Millions of Iranians daily walk the streets calling for death to America, but they're wrong too. There was a multitude that once cried out, crucify him. We want Barabbas. Give us Barabbas, the thief and the murderer and the insurrectionist, and you take and nail Jesus to a cross. The multitudes are seldom right. But I digress. Um, in a letter to the CEOs of Visa, MasterCard, and American Express, Hawley explained how this move, quote, "attempts to undermine the Second Amendment's protections and that the policy is ripe for abuse. End quote. And he tweeted out a, uh, a a statement that says, the big three credit card companies say they will start tracking gun purchases, making it easier to track gun owners and to stop sales. Big threat to the Second Amendment rights. Uh, I want to know from the corporations why they capitulated to the anti-2A lobby. Uh, he also stated that I to, when he wrote to the big three, he said, I write to express serious concern with your decision to separately categorize gun-related purchases from other retail transactions made with your payment cards so that firearm purchases can be more easily tracked. And he wrote that uh, before he outlined the policy that targets uh, law-abiding Americans. And this was a short dissertation of what he stated. He said too often companies have abused their market power to target the constitutional rights of conservatives and others with minority viewpoints. The Second Amendment is clear. The right of the people to keep and bear arms is guaranteed to law-abiding citizens and shall not be infringed. Whether this infringement is by the federal government or powerful corporations seeking to ostracize citizens for exercising their rights... I will oppose all attempts to undermine the Second Amendment's protections. Visa, MasterCard, American Express, and other payment card companies should not distinguish uh, lawful firearm-related purchases from other retail purchases. Americans have had enough of massive companies using their market power to drive ordinary people out of the public square. These practices must end. Amen. And I agree. So... And uh, I want to remind you what happened in 2018, where Visa said we, were, we would never do something like this. And in 2019, Visa CEO Alfred Kelly told CNBC that it would continue to uh, facilitate gun purchases as long as it's legal to do so. Kelly told the outlet there, he said, uh, we are guided by the federal laws in a country, and our job is to create and to facilitate fair and secure commerce. And I brought this out on the last episode. And this came after reports broke that payment platforms uh, like Square and PayPal do not allow their services to be used for gun sales. Uh, That means lawful gun sales, by the way. Okay? So, Kelly, Mr. Kelly added that lawmakers need to do their job. Amen, Mr. Kelly. When it comes to guns and that if we start to get into the mode of being legislators, it's a very slippery slope. And at the time, he also stated, "We said, we shouldn't be determining what's right or wrong in terms of people's purchases. Well, uh, I don't believe that Mr. Kelly or Mr. Hawley, and matter of fact, most of the country really understand what forces are at work here. And the credit card companies, in my opinion, after I, and I think you'll agree after I go through some of the information I dug up. Uh, are the real? Uh, they're the ones that are out front taking the heat. They're the patsies. They're the fall guys. Uh, but the real culprits are behind the scenes, and they're using the credit card companies uh, to create these policies of infringement. Okay. Now remember, in the last episode, I told you that on Friday, uh, last Friday, on the 9th, September 9th, 9th uh, twenty twenty-two, the International Standards Organization approved new guidelines for credit card companies to process purchases of firearms and ammunition. Now, that would make it appear that the credit card companies said, well, they've created these standards and we're going to just, uh, you know, willfully of our own volition adopt those standards. The Visa Company, matter of fact, uh, said in a statement to the the, uh, publication called The Insider, says, following ISO's decision to establish a new merchant category code, Visa will proceed with next steps while ensuring we protect all legal commerce on the Visa network in accordance with our long-standing rules. Now, uh, I'm going to point out later that I believe that Visa is having second thoughts about this. I believe they're feeling pressured, as I said in the last podcast, by the union's represented by the retirement systems of New York, the ones that have gobbled up 106 pages worth of uh, shareholder, uh, shareholdings uh, in, in a myriad of companies. My goodness, hundreds of companies, literally. Um, 36 of those companies here in America and 71, of, uh, uh, I'm sorry, 35 uh, in America and 71 of them uh, abroad. Now here's the kicker. This is not just that the ISO um, approved new guidelines and the credit card companies jumped on the bandwagon. Here's how it all comes together. The World Trade Organization recently put out the requirement for all member nations to adopt ISO standards as a prerequisite for Membership. Well, what, what's that mean for us? Well, this is the main avenue of pressure upon the credit card companies because the United States government is one of the most exceedingly influential member nations of the World Trade Organization. And they're the ones that said, hey, ISO, you create these standards. And then they also said, all right, if you want to remain, all of you members here, if you want to remain members of the World Trade Organization, you will adopt ISO um, guidelines. And you know what that did? That also bound the United States to ISO guidelines. So now, what does that do? Well, guess what happened? The United States began putting pressure on the unions, or through the union shareholders upon the credit card companies, letting, essentially, the credit card companies be the fall guys and take all the heated backlash and then praising them as if they had actually been the ones who decided on their own to adopt the ISO standards. How about that? Boy, what an insidious facade. What theater. My goodness. Oh, wow. Did you catch all that? Rewind it and listen to it again the United States began as being one of the chief member nations of the World Trade Organization to basically have the ISO adopt new guidelines. And then they spread the word amongst the rest of the WTO and said, if you want to remain here as a member nation, you have to adopt the ISO guidelines. Oh, and by the way, we're going to adopt them too. Oh, boy. Well, then you would think that, well, the United States would just come out in full force and say, you know what? We, the United States government, is now forcing, uh, we are now forcing credit card companies to differentiate the, uh, the gun sale purchases from others. And we're doing this because we are a member of the WTO and we have to abide by the guidelines, and one of those guidelines is we have to accept the ISO guidelines, and therefore, well, we have no choice. No, because they would get sued, and they know it, and they would be hauled into uh, into court, and the Bruin decision would be the catalyst for their defeat, and they daggum well know it. So now, instead, they simply put pressure through the unions there in New York and California who are holding... Millions upon millions of shares of stock in Visa, Mastercard, and American Express, and those unions are saying you will adopt this because if you don't, we're going to hurt you. We'll just sell off all of our shares. We'll dump our stock. As a matter of fact, we'll dump it low, and that'll devalue all your other stock. You don't? Don't you think they wouldn't do it? Well, it. Because the United States has taken this roundabout backdoor way into doing this, no one can directly charge the federal government with direct infringements and essentially sue them into compliance with the recent Bruin decision. Because, again, I say the federal government knows they would lose that. I believe that with all my heart. So it seems they are now exerting pressure against the gun industry via the credit industry, so they could not be challenged before the Supreme Court. We're going to take a brief commercial break. Just don't go anywhere. I got a lot more to go about this. And besides, you know what's going to happen if you do. Uh, that's right. You'll get a knock at the door. Captain Rob and the Listener Retention Squad will be standing there wanting to know why you fast-forwarded through the commercials. So you stick around. Be right back with more Shooting Straight Radio podcast. Life has a way of throwing unforeseen events and new opportunities our way. At Glover, Orndorff & Flanagan Wealth Management, they are dedicated to putting your interests first with a truly personalized approach. They are there to bring confidence to your investment planning choices. Whether you need income production for retirement, 401k guidance, long-term investments, or other financial planning needs, they'll focus on the establishment of a plan tailored to your life's priorities. For more information, call Bill Orndorff, partner with Glover, Orndorff & Flanagan Wealth Management today at 321-344-1202. 321-344-1202. Investment products and services are offered through Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Network, LLC. Member SIPC. Glover, Orndorf and Flanagan, LLC is a separate entity from Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Network. Hey, y'all. Rock and Rod from Stigerman here. As y'all know, I am a licensed gun dealer. So if you're looking for firearms, you need to sell some, like to trade some, you can reach me at 561-445-0429. You know it, I know it, everybody with a brain knows it. Some just don't feel quite right right now. Trust your gut, folks. Take care of each other. And never forget, taxation is best. Cigarette, godfather of the Dirty Hippie Mafia. Freedom Guns at Rockledge. Just north of Rockledge High School On the opposite side of the road 1255 Florida Avenue Suite A You can check them out at freedom-guns.com And better yet, just stop in there in person And meet Mike and his son Mike And Dennis and the rest of the crew out there Got a great selection of handguns, long guns Ammunition, accessories, holsters, magazines What are you looking for? Mike and the boys got you covered out there at Freedom Guns. If you need a nice big Liberty safe to stow all them guns in, well, he offers those too. He's got a floor full of them out there you can look at, and he offers free delivery and installation. Again, check them out at freedom-guns.com. When you stop down there or if you're out of state and you call and maybe order a gun from him and have it shipped to your dealer, make sure you tell him you heard about them on the Shooting Straight Radio podcast. The Shooting Straight radio podcast is proudly sponsored in part by the Gun Site in Merritt Island with a nine-lane, 25-yard indoor shooting range, handgun and machine gun rentals, a fully stocked gun store with plenty of long guns, handguns, ammunition, and accessories to choose from. They're your one-stop shop in Merritt Island for all things necessary to responsibly exercise your Second Amendment right. Check them out at GunSightRange.com or stop by in person at 125 South Banana River Drive. And make sure you tell them that you heard about the GunSight on the Shooting Straight radio podcast. Yes, huge thank yous to all of my sponsors of this fine program. Sigerman, my buddy Rockin' Rod Rao. Glover Orndorff and Flanagan, Freedom Guns and Rockledge and the GunSight. I really appreciate you guys sponsoring this program and keeping it rolling. And so now we're seeing that the federal government, instead of direct infringements, has done so through various uh, shenanigans through the world, uh, the World Trade Organization, and also the ISO, and now putting pressure on the credit card companies through the uh, the pensions, uh, the the uh, retirement pension. Trusts and things like that with the unions and they are putting pressure on the credit card companies. And I, and I believe essentially that they're threatening them. And I think I'll be able to prove that to you a little bit later in just a little, in just uh, a few minutes here on the program. Now I can't help, but wonder if taxpayer money from the federal government is being funneled into these unions to buy stocks in the credit card companies. Cause remember I said these people hold just in New York alone. I hadn't I hadn't delved into California yet. Just in New York alone, they got 35 pages of an investment portfolio of their domestic holdings, and they got a 71-page portfolio of their global holdings. In much of their holdings, not much, but a lot of their holdings are credit companies, financial institutions, banks, and so forth. Now. I, when I was doing a little surfing on the web, something jumped out at me. An article that stated how government contributions to pension funds in New York soared by more than 500% from 2008 to 2016. Gee, and what was going on in those years? Oh, that's right, the Obama presidency. Hmm. Wow. How and why did government contributions increase by 500% there in New York? Well, I really don't know for sure, but I can sneak a guess. Now, I'm not even sure it'd be an educated guess to the nth degree, but knowing these people like I know them, they love creating their little slush funds and funneling money from this pack to that pack and using it to fund communist activities here in America— but, you know, the stock market didn't increase by 500% during that time period. And I don't see any other market markers that would prove that, hey, well, this obviously explains how this thing jumped 500%. Now, I'm no expert in this. You'll have to consult people like Glover, uh, Orndorff, and Flanagan and see how maybe they got they, maybe they have an answer. I don't know. But it is funny that it happened over, you know, those years of the Obama years. So, again, I ask. Could it be that the federal government funneled money to these unions to increase their holdings in certain portions of the market so they could then use those unions to exert control over various market segments? Well, I guarantee it's it's not, not just possible, it's probable, because that's how these people work. Wherever they can't do something legally, they'll exert pressure by other means. So another excerpt from another article says, so gun purchases will now be given their own category rather than being lumped under general merchandise, Visa, MasterCard, and American Express, which experts say process a combined total of 98% of all credit card transactions outside China. They all say they'll abide by the new rules. And then, of course, Shannon Watts from Commie Mommies, she had to get out and, and put out a tweet that says, These new merchant codes will help financial institutions track and crack down on suspicious and potentially illegal gun purchases. Uh Uh-huh. Well, as as far as her and her fellow commie mommies are concerned, all gun sales are suspicious, of course. So, I'm leading into something here because she used the word financial institutions. She didn't say credit card companies. And remember in the last episode, I said that banks would soon jump onto this very little infringement bandwagon. And a few minutes ago, I told you how banks and lots of millions of dollars worth of stocks in various banks, yes, including even in the bank that I have an account with, uh, are held by these uh, retirement, these union retirement systems in New York that have been exerting pressure. Say, Royce, come on, can you really say they're exerting pressure? Well, remember, I read you that statement by that guy Lander in the last episode where he said that they made a wise financial and morally responsible decision. Well, why would it be a wise financial decision unless you have some sort of hold or way to harm them financially? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm reading into it, but I don't think so. Because little Miss Commie Mommy herself, right after she made that last idiotic statement, she said, now we need all other banks and credit card companies to follow their lead. Oh, honey, trust me, they will. The Retirement Systems of New York will once again be employed to make it happen, mark my words. They will be leveraged against the banks. Wait for and watch for the ISO to now demand that banks operate a certain way and use certain codes and certain methods to track gun sales uh, all over the United States only. Giffords, of course, had to throw her two cents in there. She said the shooters in at least five mass shootings have stockpiled guns and ammo using credit cards and killed 145 people. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express have the power to flag suspicious purchases and save lives. (sighs) Well, considering that medical malpractice kills 10 times the amount of people every day that so-called gun violence does, hmm, I wonder if they bought any of their scalpels and other medical instruments with credit cards. Well, maybe you need to start flagging them, too. Yeah, but we really know what this is really all about, don't we? Of course we do. Well, Miss Giffords, you say, well, in at least five mass shootings, the shooter used a credit card to stockpile guns and ammo, and they killed 145 people. Okay, well, let's look at the numbers, because I love bringing the math in. Math does not lie. Math exposes the stupidity of lots of people, even though stupidity is oftentimes its own rebuttal. Well, I like putting the math out there to really drive it home. In the last uh, six years, I'm sorry, yes, the last six years since 2016, the year the first mass shooter was known to have used credit cards to purchase their weapons, there have been 114,406,531 guns sold in this country since 2016. Well, Ms. Gifford says five, five, five people, five of the people that purchased those guns during that time used credit cards to purchase their guns, and therefore, the rest of us need to have our rights infringed to stop that you know that such <laughs> that tiny little number yeah five shooters use credit cards since 2016 okay so out of 114,406,531 gun purchasers a whopping five of them were used in shootings and therefore the rest of us have to stop you know uh, have our purchases flagged in order to keep the rest of the country safe? So let you understand what percentage five is of 114 million, uh, four hundred six thousand five hundred thirty-one. Okay, it wouldn't even begin to register on a pie chart under a microscope. Zero point zero 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 four percent of all of those gun purchasers use credit cards to pay for their guns and then use them for evil. And therefore, based on the actions of those five people, the rest of us must be put under the scrutiny of credit card institutions and eventually banks and God knows who else down the road. You following what I'm saying now? So exactly what will a suspicious purchase look like? What criteria, what criteria will be used to ascertain what a suspicious purchase looks like? Who will be the creators and arbiters of that criteria? And will the criteria be based on amounts or model or anything else like that? Type of firearm? Undoubtedly, because I'm fixed to expose that right now. Remember I said on the last podcast, pretty soon they would have to create a way to uh, identify the make and model of the firearm in order to differentiate it from all the other purchases at gun stores. And by the way, after someone's passed a background check, should their purchase even be questioned? I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Now, remember, I said Visa is giving some resistance to all of this now, and I think they are actually having some remorse. So what am I talking about? Well, there's another article from Bloomberg.com written by Jennifer Serrain. And remember when I said Visa was being pressured by the stockholders in the New York retirement unions? Huh? Here's the article. Visa Incorporated warned a new system that that gun control advocates are saying will limit mass shootings might not have the desired effect. You don't say. The problem, Visa says, is when it processes transactions for any merchant, it doesn't have the access to data showing what products consumers are actually buying. Who called this? That's right, your humble host. That means the network and its banking partners would have no idea if a customer is buying an automatic rifle or safety equipment at these stores. Visa said in a statement on its website, We have no visibility into what items a consumer is purchasing. This is true irrespective of, what, of which merchant category code applies to a merchant. Advocating the use of MCCs, or merchant category codes, to track gun sales as a potential tool in combating gun violence that's not what merchant codes are designed for, nor should they be. I stated that in the last episode. Merchant category codes are for uh, the, the credit card companies to garner information on purchasing trends and to then sell that information to um, uh, retailers and, and, and other manufacturers and things like that. It's very, very highly valued commodity, and they make a lot of money doing that. Visa said, we do not believe private companies should serve as moral arbiters, asking private companies to decide what legal products or services can or cannot be bought and from what stores sets a a dangerous precedent. Further, it would be an invasion of consumers' privacies for banks and payment networks to know each of our most personal purchasing habits. Visa is firmly against this. Now, this is a recent posting. This is posted after they had already said, okay, we'll abide by the ISO guidelines. Oh, those unions are not going to be happy with you now, Visa. You're going to face the wrath of the unions. And that is exactly what happened. Visa shares fell 3.4% in New York trading on Tuesday. And they have declined by 7.9% since. Oh, my. You know, I hate being right sometimes. Well, you know what that tells me? If visa is feeling this, you know, you know, the remorse of this and go, you know, wait a minute, we're being pressured into doing something. We really don't have the right to do. And we don't like this. We're being pressured, though. And I think we've established that. How about all of us who own Visa cards, how about we contact Visa and say, look, you stand with us and we'll stand with you. Because MasterCard and American Express, let them hang out on that little Mary infringement bandwagon with the federal government. Watch what happens to them. Because I will tell you right now, I've got a funny feeling Visa has gone in and begun researching purchasing trends and who is making purchases, who is who has the buying power, who has been using their Visa cards, and for what. And I think they're finding out that conservatives are not the minority that we're made out to be. I think they've also done a little research on how much money gun purchasers spend with their visa cards at gun stores and it's a lot people those of us who are avid shooters we buy lots of things with our visa cards so you contact visa if you have a visa card and say you know what um we'll stand with you guys hey stand with us stand with our rights and we'll stand with you and then contact mastercard and american express And Invite them the same thing and say, look, you stand with us, we'll stand with you, but we assure you with every fiber of our being that if you turn against us and begin to let yourself be used by the federal government to do some backdoor shady crap against the Second Amendment and our right to keep and bear arms, we're going to hurt you. We're going to hurt you worse than those union shareholders could ever think about doing. Because collectively, we own a lot more stock in you than those people do that's how we handle this right here right now thanks for hanging with me on this edition of the shooting straight radio podcast keep a firearm on your persons at all time you better believe it make sure it's loaded make sure you got one in the chamber keep other guns loaded and in within safe reach safe distance from your children i've been reading some more tragedies recently But also where you can reach them To protect those children If necessary God forbid I hope it's not But keep your head on a swivel Keep your powder dry Keep in contact with your representatives Get in contact with Visa Whoever your credit card company is And make sure they hear your voice And never forget Incoming rounds Always have the right of way Royce out So turning